Hi there, chaps, and uh, welcome to How to Live a Sterling Life with me, Kate Sterling, and my little companion, Sienna, who um, is with me today. So if you can hear her, she says hello, and uh, hopefully she won't interrupt this broadcast too often. Um, How are you? Oh, gosh, as the nights start to draw in here in the UK, and I've already noticed the tubs of chocolates on offer in Tesco's. I'm having to try really hard not to buy them at the minute. Um, two for £7 if you've got a club card. I mean, it's very hard to resist such an incredible offer. Um, it's also amazing how uh, the darker, shorter days, perhaps, or the coming into winter and all the news at the minute can be a bit tiring and a bit... God, it's heavy, really. And I think especially at the moment for so many, um, I did a, a little poll on my Instagram recently and the majority of individuals are feeling anxious about what's coming up ahead of us in this winter um, with all the news about the cost of living and energy bills and mortgages and things like that, that there is this heaviness of anxiety. And um, I wanted to share three tips this week on how to manage or kind of avoid mental health burnout. <laughs> um, this is a phrase I have just coined. It's I, I don't know whether it is actually a medical term, but medical uh, mental health burnout for me is when you just overthink everything so much that you literally melt and then you have a physical burnout as well because our bodies and minds are are so connected. And even though, you know, from the kind of world of fitness, for example, it's it is now becoming trendy to talk about mindset. Um, I always feel like I'm ahead of the game. <laughs> I feel like I've been talking about that for years. And I was lucky to grow up in an environment where mental health and talking about the brain and talking about how that impacts us physically and mentally was a thing. So I feel very open talking about it. But for many, um, it is not something we can talk about. And especially because I don't know about elsewhere in the world, but here in the UK, we don't, we, we're quite, we can be quite private. Um, we don't really talk about the particulars of our finances, for example. And of course, that information is private. But as a result, sometimes it can, it can bear heavy load um, on, on our thinking, um, especially because it, it's also connected to career and identity. So I wanted to share three tips that have really helped me with maintaining my mental health to avoid burning out because when we start to go 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 and not rest it's so hard to catch a break and then you know it's like when if you've got children and they get overtired and they can't sleep it's the same thing for us as adults we wake up knackered the next day because we've actually not had any rest so my number one tip is to be honest with yourself. Um, So the first tip of number three, three incredible tips. (laughs) Um, Number one is to be honest with yourself and to make sure that you are not denying the fact that you might be struggling, for example, or the fact that you are worried um, and that you are really being honest with yourself that you are not feeling quite right up with your thoughts. And it might look like you're worrying more it might look like you're distracted it might look like you're even grumpy or anxious or like testy with your friends and family um and it's to really 
be conscious um, and to and to start learning to be conscious of um, how you are feeling, not just as a cog in a bigger chain in the world, but you as the individual, you as the person, you as the, as someone with a character and a soul and a heart and emotions, um, that you are honest with yourself when you know because you 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 like without the consciousness it can creep up on you that so in those days perhaps you're feeling a bit more anxious than normal or or you've been a bit more argumentative with a partner or you've been a little bit more kind of nonchalant about life even like that feeling of lethargy about life um it might be that you're you're um starting to lose that consciousness of your health and well-being so maybe you're starting to eat a bit more junk food or you're starting to exercise a bit less these are all signs that perhaps other stuff is at play um so that's my tip number one is to be honest with yourself and to to acknowledge it if you're having a tough time. Um, My tip number two is that you talk to either your partner or you write in a journal. So I always see a journal as like an individual that is almost like a therapist. Um, They are there to listen, they don't judge. Um, You can write out your thoughts, you can write out your struggles. Um, It's taking an action and it might be that you're someone that... Um, struggles to communicate when you need help. Um, you struggle to communicate your anxieties because you need to put on a brave face all the time. Buy yourself a notebook and start writing down everything that you're not, you don't feel able to share. Um, if it is coming out in a way with your relationship, for example, that you're not able to communicate um, with your partner about it, you know, ask how they are, because sometimes it can be a really good conversation starter in a relationship when you're both actually struggling and not communicating very well. Um, Now, I'm no relationship counsellor, obviously, so um, take that with a handful of salt. But that's just something that I've really been conscious of over the years is that you're a team. And whether you are in a relationship or you're by yourself, or this is with your family, you know, Sometimes it can open a can of worms, but it's always really good to check in, especially if you know that your actions and your behaviours are responding to someone else's actions. So say, for example, you're um, you're, uh, in a relationship and your partner's actions are stressing you out. So maybe they're really stressed and they're drinking more and that's making you anxious, but you're not able to um, deal with it very well or you're not able to address it or you don't want to address it and you're walking on eggshells. Maybe your partner's really stressed at work and that's affecting how they are at home. Maybe they're not quite themselves and you're worried about them. You're genuinely worried. And then you're taking on that worry as well. And then you're not looking after yourself either. And then everything else kind of goes around in this big circle before it explodes. Um, of you know stress and anxiety and things like that so that's my tip number two is to um, talk about it and like I say journaling is such a good way because you can write out all that stuff that you can't necessarily communicate because some of it is private you can write it out and it's a judgment-free zone it's almost like having a three a free therapist because then what you can do is you can you can say right this is how I feel right now so maybe you start with writing down everything that you're feeling, you're like, I'm really worried about this. I'm stressed about this. My partner did this the other day and he's an, or she's a real idiot, blah, blah, blah. You can like really, really like layer into individuals that have pissed you off in your life, basically in this book, because no one's going to read it. It's your private, it's your private journal. Um, or you can you can get apps now as well that you can, um, I think it's called One Day, you can get apps that also lock your secrets away <laughs> so that you don't, you can not worry about someone finding your notebook and, you know, having a read of it. Um, so write it out and don't hold back. Be, be worried about 
this stuff, the financial stuff, write out what you're worried about. And then this is my tip number three, is to find what you can control and let go of what you can't. And this is one of the biggest tips that I was ever given when I was really struggling after my divorce by a friend, when I was basically just like bombarding our friend WhatsApp group with, I think, loads of messages. Um, Oh God, I dread to think what I was writing in there now, but I think I was really struggling. Anyway, she suggested that... um, one of the things that she'd learned on a leadership course or something like that was to learn how to um, control the things that you can control and let go of the things that you can't. So, for example, if we're using the current climate with the energy crisis and the cost of living and everything like that, you can't physically go and change the price of gas and electricity right now. But what you can do is take measures to protect your mental and physical health to help you feeling as best as you can. So that might look like getting fresh air every day. That might look like writing down things that you can control in your journal or to, or being really conscious of the things that you can control, reminding yourself even every hour of the day, what can I control in this next hour? What do I let go of to not worry about it? And it's hard when you're trying to let go of things because by trying to let go of things, you almost, it's almost like you're holding on to them even more. So I, I remember when I was trying to move on from my marriage, for example, and I was trying to let it go and I was like, I can't bloody let it go. Like, why won't it go anywhere? It's following me around everywhere. It felt like it was clinging to me. And the harder I tried to let it go, the harder it felt like, you know, the sadness I felt about the marriage not working or the, the loss I felt of the individual that I had then, you know, like losing my, not losing, he, he didn't pass away, but, you know, missing the guy that I'd been in a relationship with because it's normal if you've ended on kind of mutual terms because the relationship hasn't ended. And you're then carrying this heavy weight of trying to let go of those emotions. And you actually can't because you're still processing them probably. So it's not about fighting what you can't let go of. And I was, I was listening to um, an audiobook by this incredible guy called Gay Hendricks. Um, Gay Hendricks, he wrote The Genius Zone and um, um, How to Live in Your Genius or something like that. But it's incredible. And he was saying, basically, you know, try and imagine what it's like having that burden that you're carrying in your hand. So imagine the weight of that. So say, for example, you're worrying about gas and electricity prices. You're carrying that weight in your hand. How does that feel? Probably, you know, well, it it depends. How does that feel? Does it feel light or does it feel heavy? And then imagine it's not in your hand. And how does that feel? And and it does require a little bit of visualisation. It requires a little bit of imagination, which is amazing anyway. I'm a massive fan of visualisation and imagination. Take you back to a bit of a childlike state where you can play and have fun and tap into a creative self because this is what he talks about as well is this tapping into our... As humans, we're designed to be creative. We're designed to be alive, to, to kind of to live in this fluid existence where we can create things from how we think. And then we get put into um, our society and into um, having to do all the things that we have to do to survive in life, you know, go to work, bring up children, pay our mortgages or whatever it is, pay our rent. Um, and, And it can kill our creativity. So coming back to that third point of, of figuring out what you can control and letting go of what you can't. If you're trying so hard to let go of thinking negatively, for example, about gas and electricity prices, you're probably going to think even more about it. So where can you shift your focus into something that you can control that's going to help you feel good? And that might be putting on some chirpier, happier music. Find your favourite playlist on Spot or Spotify and get it on really loud and have a dance. It might be about 
cooking yourself a really nutritious meal, going back to basics with your well-being, where perhaps are you sneaking in a little bit of extra wine in the evening? Cut it out, get rid of it. Like it's going to help you so much. And it doesn't mean you can't enjoy wine. I'm not demonizing wine. I drink wine. um, And that is definitely not what you want to do. You want to take away that guilt and shame of any um, comfort eating that you're doing. Again, that's something you can work through. It's a process. But all these things that you're then layering on additional stress into yourself is what creates this really heavy, like a cloak that you just then drags you everywhere um, that is weighing you down. It means you can't be light and free in your life because you're so living in this bubble of stress, which is normal, human. But if you are looking to control the things you can and let go of the things that you can't, it is amazing how it just helps to continuously, day by day, shift you into a slightly better, um, more energised, more positive existence. And all of these things, there are so many other things as well, but I'm trying to um, be more concise with the advice that I give um, or the the kind of ideas that I give is those three things. If you do those every single day, if you really genuinely do them, it will help avoid a mental burnout, which will also then help avoid a physical burnout. Because all in all, you'll find all these other different aspects of choice Um, basically. So especially with that last one, it might be you then start going to bed earlier, which is going to help improve your mood the next day, which then helps your relationship. It has this huge knock on effect. It's not just one piece of the puzzle. It's this massive, massive, massive way of approaching life that you can pick and choose and nothing is ever going to be in complete balance. We're always going to have bits of up and downness. But this, these three things, so number one is truly being honest with yourself and, and not, and not like, just trying to continuously plaster over the situation. So trying to not just continuously drink coffee all the time to keep yourself going. Be honest. You're tired. You're tired. That's a thing. Be honest about it. What else, you know, are you doing? What else are you pushing through? Um, Check back in with yourself. Bring that conscious awareness back into your body. And if you've never done that before, that might sound like a foreign language. It might just be standing still on the ground and breathing, realising that your shoulders are right up by your ears because you're stressed out. Number two is to (laughs) communicate it. Speak it out with friends, speak it out with family, write it down in a journal. You know, how can you get all this deep deeper, heavier stuff out of you physically. Um, It might be going for a run. It might be going for a walk. It might be listening to a podcast, but it's a way of, of expressing it. It might be going for a swim. It might be dancing. Get it out of you um, in any way that you can communicate it, whether that's physically, whether it's verbally, whether it's, you know, um, through drawing a picture, whatever it is, um, try to get it out of you in a way that isn't reaching for your comfort. So it's not reaching for food. It's not reaching for alcohol. It's not reaching for those restrictive patterns. If you're someone that goes into, you know, extreme behavioral patterns like over-exercising or under-eating, it's, those are signs. So it's that honesty that, so those one and two, they, I mean, all of these three points linking together. Um, but that's my, that's the point number two is to, is to communicate it somehow. And then point number three is, to control the things that you can and let go of the things that you can't and to play with that and to focus on your health and well-being on the things that you can control and maybe it is actually maybe maybe that point of maybe that point of number three is sitting down having a glass of wine with your partner and having a conversation about the stuff that you're struggling with maybe it is not doing that and having a juice instead or having a coffee maybe it's going for a walk maybe it's um closing your lap down by 8pm every night, whatever it is, 
it's often it's a bit like the episode that I talked about the pendulum swing it's often a little bit the opposite of what you've been doing already okay so it's often a little bit about being honest and swinging the pendulum the other way to find that middle ground um and it can take a lot of practice, but it's every day committing where you can to control the things that you can and let go of the things you can't. You cannot change. You cannot change the fact that the news communicates itself in such a way. So don't watch the news. That's you can control that. You can't control what's on the news, but you can control how much of it you're exposed to. So there's so many things like that that really help to avoid this mental kind of health burnout, which which is a physical burnout as well, because emotionally it carries into the body. So I hope that helps. Um, I feel really passionately because I've lived in times where I, I was really stressed financially and emotionally and it is exhausting. And so um, this comes from a place of experience and a genuine place of care that um, I want to try and do all I can at the minute to help anyone that is struggling um, with these things whilst also encouraging you to keep living a great life because ultimately if you are able to look after your health and well-being there are there are still pockets of joy that you can find even when life is a bit challenging um and it is also to keep believing that you will get through it and to keep remembering that you will get through it because sometimes when the news is really overwhelming it can kind of swamp us and it can feel like oh god the, the you know the effort to keep on going is just too much so keep taking the rest but do keep remembering that you are capable and you will get through this and um, there are plenty of people out there like me who want to keep putting positive stuff out into the ether to remind everyone that there is still hope and opportunity ahead. So I hope that helps. Let me know if it does help. Um, I would so love if you liked and shared. Um, tell a mate, you know, tell a friend, oh, I'm listening to this this weirdo chat about stuff no I'm not weirdo I don't know you know how to use that term anymore gosh I get so paranoid of using the wrong phrase sometimes I try really hard to say all the right things and then probably say the wrong things by trying too hard to say the right things um anyway um yeah um look after yourselves and keep drinking your water keep exercising keep getting your sleep in and keep remembering just how amazing you are speak next week bye